Welcome to episode 12 of the Local Meta. My name is Fletcher. And I'm John. So, I'm, uh, our, our pre-release called shot was a little off. Yes, you made a horrible, horrible mistake. By assuming it was three rounds. Yes. Also just being wrong, but... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we went 2-2 two two instead of 2-1, but... Close, you got one of the numbers right. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, if it was four rounds, I would have said 3-1. Yeah, so... I, th- I think I incredibly underestimated how brutal one-game matches are. Yes. I... That was tough. Yeah, like, even with one person to try and, like, dirtle while one person tries and draw out of, like, a mana flood or mana screw, it's just... when If your other two opponents are just running on all cylinders, it's so hard to hold them off. Or even just, like, running at all. <laughs> yeah, which you really did put up a valiant effort in our third round. Oh yeah, when you were just sitting there drawing lands, and I'm like, I'm gonna do everything, because apparently this is two-on-one. <laughs> yeah. Like, the, the great thing is, if I had literally just gone cut to ribbons, like, if I had drawn just cut to ribbons instead of all land, we would have won that game. That was a close one. I, I mean, honestly, both the games we lost, I feel like if we would have played three games, like, we would have had that. Yeah, even as stupid as that sounds, like it sounds a little arrogant, but I'm gonna be arrogant. Yeah, <laughs> uh, our round one opponent, he was telling me today how, like, he's pretty sure that, like, if he didn't exactly curve out how he did, our decks were just better than theirs were. So. Oh yeah, his like it, it was just stupid. Yeah. Like he didn't. Yeah, he admitted that when he played us and stuff. He's like, yeah, just dropping those two enchantments. Uh, the what was it, Liliana's something? Liliana's mastery into Liliana's mastery into Regal Karakal. Yeah, it's just like, okay. <laughs> Thanks, dude. Very yeah. nice. Oh, well. Yeah, but... We tried. Well, it was a good time. Apparently the story of this format so far for you is draw lands, right? Yeah, I've I've been doing a lot of drafts online and stuff, and I've consistently lost matches because I either flood or get, like, color screwed. Like there's, there's no like that's that those are why I lose. I don't lose to like you know some hardcore bomb or stuff like that. It's like, yep, my opponent played you know a really good card and I drew five lands these last turns. So so it goes. Yeah, I feel like there's no actual mana sinks in the format, which is kind of annoying. Like cycling is not a mana sink. I mean cycling cycling isn't, but like embalm feels like one. I mean, but. The thing is, Embalm is only in two colors. It's only in blue-white. Blue so if you're not blue-white, you're just kind of like sitting there like, yep. I mean, cycling is a mana-smoothing mechanic, but... It also increases the possibility of flooding, though. Yeah, true. So every, every time you cycle uh, you know, a creature or a spell away, that's one less creature or spell you can draw later. So, But I mean, if you're cycling creatures and spells away, more than likely you have the lands you need. Yeah. Well, well, it's like, oh, it's it's really well, I think it's more like you're cycling creatures and lands away to try and get the lands cuz like you have early game mana issues mm-hmm. and then you get to a point where you draw out of the mana screw and now you're being mana flooded because you yeah, have nothing enough. you have nothing to actually put those into anymore, so. Well, that's a fair assessment, but Yeah. So, some of my other big news happened. Uh, Monday and Wednesday, <laughs> which is unusual. But <laughs> so the ban and restricted announcement announcement came out, um, and then they're they're like, "Wait, guys, hold it. 
we got some more on Wednesday. Hang on so. a second. We might have made a mistake. Yeah. So we're going to go through these from oldest format to newest format just because it's from least interesting to most interesting, I guess. Yeah. Because <laughs> this, this is interesting. So um, I guess we'll start with the first one, which most people don't play, but this, is, this hurts me, I guess. Um, so Vintage, Gush, and Gitaxium Probe are restricted. Gush is back on the no-no list. Was it on the no-no list before? Uh, yes, gu- <clears throat> when Steve Menendian wrote his book about Gush, yeah. it was already a restricted magic card. Oh, really? Yeah, they unrestricted it uh, during the time of shops being super dominant, and oh, okay. it didn't actually help matters, really. And then once they finally like banned shops into being a reasonable deck again, it... Uh, Mentor just took over. I loved the Gush decks too, man. Yeah, I'm like I'm pretty sure this banning actually made four out of my six vintage decks no longer legal. Yeah, I think we got to tweak some of them a little bit. Luckily, they're just proxy vintage, right? Yeah, just like they're just proxy, so it's not the big of a deal. But like resleeving yeah. proxy decks sucks. I'm just saying. Yeah, but <laughs> you should only have to go print off a few cards. I'm guessing, like except for the Mentor Gush deck itself. Yeah, that whole deck's dead. <laughs> yeah, which is sad. I, I really liked it, but but I mean, as I said, like when you're playing a deck and you feel like you're cheating, even though you're not, they probably need to ban or restrict something. Yeah, like when, <laughs> that gush deck, like it just was dirty. Like, oh man, when you mulligan to five against another blue deck and you still just flat win the game on like turn four, you play a blight. You have blight steel in play, and I still beat you. Yes. On a multi on a multi five. Yes. <laughs> like it was ridiculous. Like that was just stupid and wonderful. That was some insane shit going on. So how much do we care that probes banned? Uh, it makes storm worse. Okay. Which. So it wins on turn one slightly less. Yeah. Like. Storm, I don't really know how big of a part of the metagame it already was. They've been kind of switching to the paradoxical outcome Storm deck yeah. that Reduke was working on and popularized. So, and I, I'm pretty sure that deck also played Probe. So, like that also makes it slightly weaker. And there were certain mentor lists that ran Probe. Like Probe already was not a four of. Yeah. Because it as, feels weird. I don't know, but like Probe not being a four of or Probe being banned. A little of both, I guess. I don't know. Like, the weird thing about, like, Vintage is you only have 60 slots in your deck, and each yeah. individual card is so important that playing a 56-card deck is actually not advisable. Yeah. That is how insane Vintage is. Like, if you were playing any other format, you'd just cram probes in there because you can, right? And Vintage is like, no, I can't just cram probes in there. I need to play, you know, this piece of power... Or this artifact hate card in my main deck. Spine of Ishna or whatever it is. Yeah. Or Isha. <laughs> it's like super <laughs> crazy shit like that. I love I love how you're looking at vintage decks too, and it's like, oh man, it's like power, 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 origins bulk rare. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> no big deal. Like, <laughs> man, I don't know. Like vintage is just the best thing ever for looking at deck lists like that. But I mean that makes Legacy the only format that Probe has not been... They haven't done anything with Probe. Yeah, Probe is still perfectly fine in Legacy. Which is funny. It makes sense to a degree. I guess. Like, I, I suppose. Well, on the topic of Legacy, Top got banned. 
Yes, yes. Top got banned. <laughs> Which this is this is slightly surprising, but not really, I guess. Anyone who follows the legacy scene should have seen this coming, if not now, at some time in the future. I I feel yeah I feel like top being banned is one of those things that it's just eventually going to happen, but you just kind of don't know when if that makes sense. Yeah, like one of the the best the the best justification for this at all is like if anyone's like oh I don't get why they banned top. Ask them if they understand why Top is banned in Modern. <laughs> top is not banned in Modern due to power level. It is, it's actively weaker in Modern because Modern is a much more brutal format because Modern doesn't have Force of Will. Mm -hmm. So, like, Top is just too much dirtle. You can't do anything with it. It's banned because it makes games go so much longer. Because it's too much dirtle. Yeah. But I mean, like, so, like, they kind of let things go a little more in Legacy and stuff like that. I think... I think miracles just get into that line where it's like, eh, is it too good? Is it not too good? And I think I think miracles fall slightly on the the side of it's not too good. But I think the problems with top pushed it over the edge. Yeah, like, like the, the the logistical problems with top, like the tournament issues and and everything like that. Yeah, like don't get me wrong on the slightest. Miracles was a powerful deck. Oh man, it was it, it it. I think it was the best deck. Like yeah. I don't think that's disagreeable. But it's just there's one thing saying this deck is the best deck, and there's another thing saying this deck is too good. Yes, and that, that's I think it was the best deck, but I don't know if it was if it was way too good the best deck. I agree with that. Like the thing about ta about miracles is it was just consistent, and like the biggest problem with miracles was a lot of people saw it as the best deck. So they started playing it because it was the best deck and they mm -hmm. played it poorly. And when you play miracles poorly, you play miracles slowly mm -hmm. and you play miracles slowly. There's a crap ton of draws and going to time. Yeah. And that's just really bad for coverage and all that other stuff. So yeah. like, and like, and you know, you may be sitting there being like, well, I play Miracles and I don't play slow. Well, guess what? The 30 other people playing it are. And that's yeah. the problem. Like, if one person is playing it slow, the round's still going to time. Yeah, like, the, the thing that actually makes me sad about it is, like, the Legacy meta was finally altering to take into account that Miracles is the best deck. And this four-color control deck was actually becoming, like, it was made to prey on Miracles and was doing exactly that. <laughs> So, like, Legacy was actually doing what I always say that people should do, which is just shut up, quit bitching, and actually build something that can beat the deck. And then it got banned, so it didn't matter anyways. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. I miracle. So, I mean, most of the time, I for most of my Legacy career, I played Burn. Mm -hmm. And Miracles was easily the most, the, my worst matchup of people that I ran into. Yeah, it, it was far and, from an yeah. easy matchup. Yeah, I mean, it was it was bad most of the time. Like, if they got a counterbalance lock on me, it was like, oh, okay, cool. Like, I mean, I had sideboard cards specifically for counterbalance, or for this matchup to some degree. And, I don't know, it's a bittersweet thing for me just seeing it go. I I do not like when a card gets banned in Legacy. Yeah. I'm, I'm very much, like, on the train of let the, let the format figure it out. I mean, I, I still am on the fence about whether I agree with the Treasure Cruise banning or not. Like, that's how insane I am. Um, which, that's... that ban was probably 100% correct. But, I don't know. This one I look at it and I go, yeah, I guess, I, I, I agree. I think, I think it's probably realistically a good choice.
Yeah, one, mostly for mostly for coverage and logistical reasons. Yeah, one thing to take into account with this now that top is banned is there's a nice target painted on uh, Deathrite Shaman's forehead right now. He's yeah. he's probably the next to go. Like I'm not saying it's gonna happen soon, but like you know, in two years when they ban another card in Legacy, it's probably gonna be Deathrite Shaman. I whatever. I don't know. I get it. I get it. It's like a really, really good card, but I, I don't, I don't know. I don't think I've played a, ge- a game against that card and been like, "This card's way too good and needs to go." It's like, the- I mean, it's always, it's always a, a, a top target for me to get rid of and stuff. But I, I'd never think that, oh, I can never beat this card no matter what I do. Well, yeah, like the, the the issue with Deathrite Shaman is not the fact that it's unbeatable. The fact that it is completely ubiquitous, like it is played in every deck that plays black, and they will splash green just for its activated ability. It is played in every deck that plays green, and they will splash black just for its activated ability. Like if you are playing, like you have to give your, you have to justify yourself for not playing it in literally any deck that can actually put it in there. But I mean, like. Man, I don't know. It's like what what blue deck doesn't play Force of Will or Brainstorm? I think like in, for that argument, I think Brainstorm is actually the better thing to say because every blue deck plays Force of Will just so they don't die. Yeah, I mean, like Force of Will, is, Force of Will is legacy. Yeah, for, Force of Will is what makes legacy a format because without yeah. Force of Will, we're suddenly playing Vintage. Yeah, we get to play bad cards so yeah. that we can... Charbelter, Charbelter becomes the best deck in Legacy, if Force which, of Will ever goes away. Which is ridiculous, but... Yeah. But it's like, yes, every deck plays... Every blue deck plays Brainstorm, but it's just every blue deck, as weird as it say, even though, like, blue is, like, the color of Legacy. <laughs> I mean, there's like, there's, like, two types of decks in Legacy, blue decks and not blue decks. Yeah. It's more so vintage, but yeah. Yeah, but I mean, like, the thing about, like, Deathrite Shaman is it also just leads to, like, some really weird stuff, and I don't know. Like, the thing is, like, if you're playing another a Deathrite Shaman mirror, it really comes down to who has the most Deathrite Shamans in play. And it just leads to really awkward, like, play patterns and stuff, which is kind of like a feature of the format. I personally do not have a problem with it. Well, I personally have a problem with Deathrite Shaman because it makes Goblin Lackey unplayable. But I do not have a problem with Deathrite Shaman versus Deathrite Shaman. <laughs> you just you just want Goblin Lackey back as well, but I just want to play goblins. I was so looking forward to like Miracles being the best deck because Goblins has a good Miracles matchup. But the decks that played on Miracles played Deathrite Shaman, and that was just murder the shit out of goblins. So, <laughs> but I don't know. Like, yeah, we can we'll see what happens with that. But I can't imagine there's another legacy banning coming anytime soon. Yeah, I'm I'm not imagining it happening anytime like within probably another year, unless something horrible happens. If something really has to go. They have to do like another treasure cruise, yeah. basically. Because like legacy, legacy people will adapt, except for to yes. treasure cruise because they're whiny bitches. Yeah, <laughs> I, treasure cruise probably was too good. I think the problem with Treasure Cruise was that the fact that the deck that played it the best was also relatively inexpensive to make, which made a lot more... There was a lot more newer people in the format playing that deck, and the old-timers just didn't like losing to them. Oh, gosh. 
Don't like, get me wrong. Ancestral, ancestral Recall is a very, very powerful magic card that probably should not be in Legacy. So here, here's what I'm going to say, though. Every, everybody says, oh man, Ancestral Recall can't be in Legacy. Treasure Cruise is not Ancestral Recall. Is it really not, though? It, no, it is not. It does not require it that much work to become it, though. Not, it, but it does require work. You do have to actually do something and make your deck to play that card. Like, I don't think you can just be like, oh, I'm playing a deck that has blue in it and throw it in there. Fair. Like, I I think there's certain decks that will play it, and it will be... I mean, like, look at Modern. I mean, Modern Burn played it, but Modern <laughs> Burn was three colors. That was, that three was a goddamn abomination. I hated yeah. that so much. Like, if so if, if Ancestral Recall was legal in Legacy, every deck would figure out a way to play it. Yes. Pretty much. I mean, except like Manalist Dredge or something. Yeah. But, like, I think Burn would figure out a way to play that. I don't know, dude. I think they would. Burn already d jumps through a lot of hoops to not play another color, even if those other colors give them power. But I think I think they would play Ancestral Recall. Deathrite Shaman is better than Grimlava Mancer. Yes. But it does not play Deathrite Shaman. Yes. But it's not that much better than Grim Lava Mancer for the deck. Like I think it, I think if you sit there and list the pros and cons on each side of it, like you have a longer list of pros for playing Grim Lava Mancer than you do Deathrite Shaman. If you made the same list for should I play like a pros cons list for from uh, Ancestor Recall, like I think you would be like Oh, this part where it says it draws three cards outweighs <laughs> anything else. Like that's huge because yeah. because what is the prob what is the problem of burn? You run out of gas. Your opponent plays Umazao's G Day. Yes, that is also a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Your opponent plays Batter Skull. You do not have response. Um, <laughs> I fire blasted a Batter Skull before. That felt really bad. Fire blasting anything that is not your opponent feels really bad. Uh, side note, uh, P. Sully was telling a story today about how he fireblasted his opponent's heritage druid on the play and won that game. Jeez. <laughs> that feels bad already. Yeah, he said it, wa it wasn't even close. He crushed him. <laughs> okay, man. Like, he's, he's super human, though. He can do whatever he wants. Yeah. <laughs> But, I, I get I I definitely okay, get so. what you're saying. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But like okay. I do think people would warp their decks to play Treasure Cruise. In Legacy? Yes. I think people would to some degree. But I don't think as many people would. Yeah, Burn's not gonna do it, but Because Burn's so. not gonna do it, even though I mean getting getting enough cards for that in your graveyard is trivial and burn yeah ideally yeah but oh, float float so, mana fire blast look i cast dark ritual that dealt four damage to your face taste it <laughs> so i was gonna ask you so so the the restrictions and bans we've talked about so far agree disagree for the most part uh gush has been called for a like people when it went when workshop was actually at its most powerful 
Uh, people actually said that the best way to restrict Workshop would be to restrict Gush again, was because then it would force the blue player, the blue pl decks, to play more main deck artifact hate because that's how the vintage metagame works, mind you. <laughs> you main deck your hate. So, so agree basically. Yeah, I agree with Gush. I get probe. I'm kind of fifty fifty on that one. Okay. Uh, top. Oh, top is super awkward. I think I'm at begrudging agreement. I yeah, I agree because bad people played it poorly. <laughs> um yeah. Okay. So that was modern. all for the main the main van <laughs> yeah. Modern no changes. Yeah. Modern is still the worst format, they don't need to change that. Yep, it's um, perfectly fine as it is. So that was all for the original banner restricting list. Nope. Standard, no changes. Done. Standard, no changes. Yep. Then, Wednesday, <laughs> Felidar Guardian is banned. So, John, so do you have any thoughts on this? So, do you know the last time they emergency banned any card in the standard format? Uh, memory Jar? Yes. Do you know how f insane that is? That the last time they did that was Memory Jar, and now... Felidar Guardian. <laughs> Think about that. Literally I mean, one of the most broken cards in all of Magic. And now Felidar Guardian. Uh, an uncommon. An uncommon. That blinks something. <laughs> it is... <laughs> it is, like, in most scenarios, worse than... Um, I can't even remember her name. The 3-4 Flash Angel. Resto? <laughs> yeah, Restoration Angel. It is in most cases a strictly worse Restoration Angel. Except for this exact situation where it allows you to go infinite in certain ways. With a Walker. In so, standard. <laughs> so, do you agree with the banning? <laughs> Since this is a simple answer. So. Alright. I think they should have immediately banned Felidar Guardian before release day. Okay. It should have not have been in the format. I think the reason why they didn't is because someone said, well, why don't we just see what happens? Which... I actually think is justifiable. I honestly I would agree with that mentality. Without without knowing what is going to happen, I think you have to just say yeah. Yeah, because we, like we, we see what happens. Look at what happened, like right? Like Felidar Guardian actually won like the first few SCG opens and got trounced at the Pro Tour. It just it was annihilated by Black Green. And Black Green was still the best deck for weeks after the fact. Until this abomination of a four-color Sahili deck became a thing, which successfully was able to girdle its way until it could finally eventually kill you with a bunch of terrible magic cards. And then Mardu vehicles rose to prey on that, and then there's like a little three-way scrap going on, and then Mardu Vehicles realized that they could just board into a control deck to beat Black-Green, which pushed Black-Green out of the format. So, 
For all intents and purposes, we've had a pretty interesting standard meta since this card was announced. I mean, when you say it like that, yeah. <laughs> well, like, th the thing to take into account is anyone who actually is in touch with the format will tell you that the matchup between Sahili and Mardu Vehicles was an actually skill-intensive, interesting game to play. But. But. People get really bored playing the same matchup over and over, and people get really bored watching the same matchup over and over. And that is that is the biggest detriment of the Felidar Guardian combo, because you still had those people who they're always going to be playing their little combo deck because they want to get free wins. And free wins are a very important thing in, in any sort of like constructed magic tournament. You should ask yourself, how do I get free wins? Because free wins are a very big part of winning a tournament. Yeah, I mean, a lot of it is getting lucky, and free wins are kind of getting lucky. Yeah, and like Felidar Guardian, is like it allowed you to do one of those things. I like. I actually don't like the fact that they emergency banned it. Like, do you think so? Do you think they should have waited to the next list? Yes and no. <laughs> this, there's a. This is like I'm like this, this is the greatest of areas. This is not like a can of worms. This is like a gigantic oil barrel full of, like, radioactive nightcrawlers. It's like... Ugh. Remember those gigantic worms from the Godzilla movie that was really terrible? This is these no, things. I don't. <laughs> okay. Either way. Really, really bad movie references. Like, okay. there's so much that goes in. Like, the... So, the, let's go into why they said that they banned it. Alright? Because okay. this yep. is its own big hunk of bullshit. <laughs> so... Aaron Forsyth posted his thing, and he said, well, since we released Amonkhet early on Magic Online, which props to them, was really sweet, after two days of data, they said that the Sahili decks were way more common on Magic Online than they were previously, and even their natural predator, Mardu Vehicles, was being pushed out of the format. That is a load of bullshit. Okay. Even if it is true, you need to take your like that's not taking into account the fact that everyone who's playing on Magic Online, they are not pros. They are the people who don't have their own pro teams. They're literally taking the level 0 deck and they're just going to jam games to try and win to play in the pro tour cuz that's all they can do. They don't have a team who's trying to like you know, focus everything on like, oh, how do we beat this deck? You know, because it's gonna, it is going to be the level zero deck, and you want to be the one playing the level one or level two deck. So like, there's no pros online doing stuff like that because pros don't show their stuff before pro tours. That's just not what they do. Not to mention the fact that even though it was on Magic Online for two days, the card availability is not there for people to build the decks that they want to build. Like. You can't just immediately, like, well, you know, I want to play this deck with four Gideons. I'm going to drop, you know, $200 to buy these four Gideons on Magic Online. That's not how people do it. They're going to they're gonna get the one or two they can. They're going to throw it in their deck, and they're going to go into a queue and see what happens. Their decks are not going to be tuned exactly how they want them to be because they can't get them. I honestly think the real reason that they emergency banned Felidar Guardian is because basically Twitter just went absolutely insane. Like, all the pros. 
And that leads to an interesting thing that I'm like I'm referring to as the problem with pros right now. Is like so you have this weird little like every single pro they're like, well, every deck that we were brewing up, you know, like we like we could not we do not have a deck that can actually beat Felidar Guardian because we thought it was gonna be banned. Pros Do you know what the pro and pro tour stands for? I do actually. Really? Yes. What does it stand for? I believe it's promotional. Correct. You know what a lot of people don't realize? That it's not professional. The entire purpose of the Pro Tour is to promote the newest set. That is why it is called Pro Tour Amonkhet. And so when you have every single pro online saying they can't beat Sahili, and you're, it's pretty in, much inclined, implied that everyone is going to be playing Sahili, you're not promoting your new set. And that is actively detrimental to Watsi. And I feel like they only banned the cat because it would be horrible for Amonkhet itself if they do not actually um, get rid of it because no one's going to be playing with the new cards, which is all they're trying to do. Mm-hmm. And like, so the big issue is with pros for stuff like that is like, it, like I said, you know, like the pros get bored with their, you know, the games that they're playing all the time. They want it to stay fresh. Because, like, even pros are kind of entitled about everything that they do. Like, they're not infallible. As, as amazing as, you know, LSV and John Finkel and all those people are, they still are human beings as a whole. And they can still get bored with the decks that they're playing. And that is technically a problem for those of us who want to, like, we're relying on them to find the answers to the stuff that we can't deal with. And if they're unable to, you know, if they're not willing to take the time to do that, or if they can't find a way to do that, we just kind of get screwed over. And, like, it was the same thing with Jerry Thompson with the whole um, Eldrazi thing. He's like, mm-hmm. there's probably a deck that can beat this stuff, but I don't want to take the time to find out what it is. I'm just going to keep doing my own thing. And I don't think that the pro teams for the pro tour would do something like that. Because, you know, winning the pro tour is a very important thing. Like, yeah, if Sahili's still the best thing, they're just going to be doing that. But, like, it's not in their best interest to say stuff on social media that says, oh, yeah, we figured out how to beat the Sahili combo. Because they don't want people to know that because they're going to be hiding information. Which means that even if they do have a deck that can beat it, that actually plays new Amon Kit cards, if no one knows about it, Watsi is still pressured into banding, banding Sahili combo because of the fact that... Um, they don't know if their new cards are actually going to see play. Like, if the top 8 was was nothing but Sahili combo, that is a horrible, horrible thing from the business standpoint for Wasi, and they just could not risk that with everything that the pros were telling them. That was a really long, relatively calm rant. <laughs> <laughs> so, the, the TLDR of the whole thing, basically, is you think they did it because they didn't want to lose money. I absolutely think that is why they did it. Like, they banned it because they were giving into the pressure from all the pros and stuff because they don't want to risk their promotional tour that is meant to promote their newest set not having any of the new cards in it. It's like when, enough, yeah. like when Theros, or not Theros, when Born of the Gods was won by a 
Mono Blue Devotion that play, was like the exact same 75 as the one that run one Pro Tour Theros. Not the best thing to happen. Yeah, that's not I, very good for them. I mean, the rest of the top eight was still diverse. Like, it was still fine, but it's just like, it's this huge can of worms. And like, there's, there's another large can of worms if you really want to get into that about all the people who were complaining when they first didn't ban Sahili Cat Combo. I I was super pissed off for like all of like Monday through Wednesday because of all the stuff I was seeing on social media by people about like you know oh you know I'm gonna start tweeting at Wat because they didn't ban Felidar and I'm gonna start tweeting at Watsy uh, you know our FNM numbers and oh I'm gonna ship all my stuff and not play in Sandra anymore because I don't want to deal with cat combo so here's the thing right if you're metagame. For FNM, which is supposed to be casual, there is nothing competitive about FNM. It is the next step immediately after pre-releases for a new player to get into Magic. If the people at your meta are so goddamn competitive that they cannot bring themselves to not play Sahili Cat combo when no one in the f***ing building wants to play against it or play it anymore, that is a problem with you and the shitty f***ing people you play with like our meta had no sahili cat combo at all because no one wanted to play it we had two martyr vehicles decks and everyone else was playing their own little thing because you know what it didn't matter anymore there was no like we're not prepping to go to a gp we're not prepping to play you know and like the next pro tour we wanted to play what we wanted to play because that's what we do for friday nights we have fun because that's what fnm is supposed to be about if you use a fnm to practice for going to your next gp to win something and you're super hardcore serious and you have to place a helicat combo you shouldn't be doing that at fnm you should be, if you want to playtest Sahili or stuff like that, you should find someone who also wants to do something like that and meet up with them and actually playtest. FNM is not playtesting because you are not guaranteed to face against actual, legitimately, like, tailored and functional decks to be the best they can be. You're not going to be playing against people who are playing the best they can be because it's FNM. It is literally six year old kids. Who show up to FNM playing with their cool fun stuff. And if you cannot like differentiate between FNM and super competitive decks, that is your own goddamn problem. There you are. Now you got one out that's a little <laughs> more off the rails. <laughs> uh, like I just couldn't stand that. It's like if yeah, if you're if your FNM is having bad numbers because the Healy Cat combo is a thing, that's the pro that is a problem with you and the other people in your meta. It doesn't matter if Sahili is the best deck. It like because as long as you guys cannot bring yourself to play a deck that is more, you know, fun, if all you care about is playing the absolute best deck and winning, that is your own problem because it's seriously FNM. Deal with it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, I mean to to bring it all around into something that actually sounds like reasonable and level-headed. I mean there is there is something to that actually. If you're losing FNM attendance for whatever you know for whatever reason, basically ten out of ten times, that's really not Wizard's fault. Yeah, like F FNM attendance is not should not be affected by the banned and restricted announcement. Yeah, it really shouldn't. I mean, if like a set's bad overall, I could see that doing something like that, but I don't think we've had one of those for a while. 
at least since BFZ, but even that I don't think killed any FNMs too much. Like, yeah, I... I feel like that if people are not showing up to FNM for some reason, it's a problem with... The, the commu- something's going on with the entire community there and something needs to be figured out by the people involved. Yeah, like, there were some people who were complaining on social media about, you know, like, well, you know, maybe this, maybe if Sakili combo gets banned, then our, you know, standard FMs will actually fire and blah, blah, blah. It's like, it's like, alright, so you're not firing, but we, who are in the exact same community, we regularly have double-digit people. Now, don't get me wrong. Like, 10 people is not a large number of people on an FNM, but that's 10 people when we have four stores in the area that all run FNM. Mm-hmm. Like, there is seriously, like, there is, you know, double dipping going on. And, like, you know, like, that's standard FNM with 10 people, when in the same building we'll have standard or modern that has another 10 people, or not, sorry, like, we'll have modern or draft, which has, like, you know, another, like, you know, 8 to 10 people in it usually and stuff like that. So, like, it's just the fact that there's a bunch of format diversity and a bunch of different, like, buildings people decide to go into that actually is what's reducing the number of people who play FNM. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, if your standard FNM isn't having, isn't firing, it's it's probably because your meta just doesn't care about standard, and the people who do care about standard don't want to play against the bullshit decks that everyone's playing against. Because yeah. stand, ca- FNM standard is supposed to be casual. Yeah, I can go with that. Yeah, I'm sure I got we're wrong. rant. I'm sure every, I, any anyone who's been complaining about this stuff, if they listen to that rant, I'm sure they'll tell me that I'm wrong. But you know, I don't live in magical Christmas land. Yeah, we just need to keep saying inflammatory things like that, <laughs> and um, uh, eventually somebody will give us feedback or something. Yeah, it'll be great. It's never gonna happen, but. <laughs> so um, you got um, uh, anything you wanna finish off the show with? I don't take a, take a breather. Just yeah, I, I was legitimately out of breath after that little that little you rant. Need a <laughs> I'm, I think I'm good. You think we okay. have time to cover our main topic? Yeah, what? Uh, we we two, did. We just covered our main topic. Two, two That's minutes what we're left. We we're supposed to talk about sealed Fletcher. We never got to seals. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll get we'll give people a sneak peek into the background of, of making the podcast. We, we originally had the topic is we're going to cover sealed because we covered limited last time or draft last time, and um, uh, then the ban and restricted announcement came out. And we're like, well, we can use we can talk about that beforehand, and we're like, well, that may take up the entire show, yep. <laughs> and it did. So it would have been fine, and then and then Felidar Guardian got banned, and all hell broke loose in the world. So, but it is what it is. Yeah, I'm it's... sure we'll hit some of this stuff again when people start complaining that whatever standard in the next two years is the worst st- standard ever, and we've never had a standard this bad or something like that, and they need to ban every card in it or whatever. But oh, Glorybringer yeah. is so oppressive; it's an automatic two for one because they kill your guy and then they kill your Gideon, and Gideon barely gets to do anything relevant anymore. Please go die in a fire. I just, I just always go back and read all the stuff from cons on reddit and stuff people being like oh i can't believe they just print these shitty three color cards like who the hell is ever gonna play siege rhino <laughs> yep unplayable or, um, siege uh, rhino. or what was the other like something like oh eight mana for a for three cards yeah that nobody's ever gonna cast this card or something like that 
Yeah. Yeah, it's like, oh, I, I remember reading that, reading the spoilers threads about um, uh, cons and people being like, this set looks super weak. <laughs> <laughs> you want to know the best part? When you look back and see people who are saying that Emrakul isn't a good magic card. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, oh, who's going to play this stupid Emrakul? Bam. Oh, it costs 13 mana. Yeah, 13. Basically, people are wrong. Yes, a lot. So, so I'm gonna bring it. I'm gonna bring it back actually to the topic with this and everything. So everybody's <laughs> really shitting on wizards' heads about this too, and so like just just listen to the discussion that we had right there in just like two minutes about some sets. So, in case people haven't noticed, Magic is a very hard game, and yes. figuring out how yeah. good cards are for even good players is really hard. So when you have, like, not that many people figuring out how to balance an entire format, shit can happen. <laughs> yup. Like, every, like, everybody's really throwing wizards under the bus for this, being like, oh, they can't ban balance a standard format, what the f*** are they doing, blah, 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 all this stuff. And, I mean, I sure as shit couldn't do this. Yeah, it's like, there's less than 20 people probably involved with actually, like, checking to see this kind of shit. People make yeah, so, mistakes. <laughs> and so when you dump out a card file to millions of people and they start finding stuff, like, how, you know, I mean, you can blame them a little bit for some stuff, but I mean, like, how much can you? Yeah. I mean, unless you get, like, Urza Saga or Mirrodin level broken shit, like, I think you, you, you get a pass. Like, you know, we get... They get to have Jace the Mind Sculptors and Treasure Cruises and Ember Cools and Sahili Combo and stuff like that slip through. Like, that's, you know... Like, yeah, I don't know. I Yeah, that's like one card. Usually, like, what, once every five... No, like, three sets? That's mm -hmm. just like, they find out it's way more broken than they meant it to be. Mm-hmm. And there's 150 to 270 cards per set. You have that kind of success rate. Yeah. Just saying. Like, I mean, the, the problem is, is that they missed the wording on a stupid uncommon. Yeah. And, like, it, like, you know the great thing about magic is the fact that, like, you know, everything is so different. If you want people who legitimately tailor their meta to be exactly what they want it to be, and they don't miss shit like that, go play goddamn Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah. Tell me how you feel about it. Yeah. Here's the thing about Magic. It is the best card game ever, and it is the first card game. I was talking to you about that the other day. <laughs> like, the fact that Magic being the first trading card game out there after 20 years, and it is still the best one out there. That is saying something. Yeah. Not even, like, like... We're not even just being biased because we like Magic. Like... Mathematically yeah. speaking, if you take into account how many people play each one, magic crushes everyone. Like, I think... Uh, I've played a few of them, actually, and out of all the card games I've played, like, magic is just the best one, hands down. Mm. And, and, and not that, not that the other games aren't good, or I enjoy them, but, like, if, if, if I had to rank them, like, magic just sits on top, and I don't think there's any discussion... Yeah, like, I do enjoy Yu-Gi-Oh! I enjoyed, like, old Pokemon back in the day. 
it's just gotten a little weird for me now. Like, I enjoy other card games, but Magic is the one that has hold, held my mind for this long. You know, like, a lot of people like to talk about uh, Hearthstone being, like, you know, Magic's biggest competitor right now because it's super easy for everyone to play. Yeah, go play the Variance Simulator. See how you feel about that. Yeah. Like, there's a like, dude who... I've played Hearthstone. It's fun. Mm-hmm. But, man, it isn't Magic. Wasn't there this big uproar during this huge Hearthstone tournament where a guy lost out on first place that the difference was like 50 grand because he played a card that had a chance of doing one thing and a chance of doing another and it did the other and he lost because of it. He would have won on the spot if it had done the one thing instead of the other. And he lost and he lost like 50 grand because of it. Hmm. Like it is a literal variance generator or simulator. Just, yeah, I don't know. It's just not as... Uh, deepest magic stuff. I mean, I enjoy it. Like I've played it a little. I've played a bit yeah, of Hearthstone. Like, I haven't in a while. Like it's cool. But... No, nothing against the game. I'm just saying. Like a lot of people give Watsi a lot of shit. Yeah. But I dare you to find, or if you really want to prove me wrong, go make a better game. Here, I'll, I'll just I'll just save some time for everybody. You won't, <laughs> because all the things that you complain about in Magic are features. Yep. But that's a little out of our purview here and stuff, I guess. So we'll wrap this one up if you're okay with that, John. <laughs> I, I think that that little tangent at the end was a nice closer. It wasn't that was, it? That was pretty, that was pretty good. Okay. So if you guys want to send us feedback and tell us how wrong we are, you can reach us at thelocalmeta at gmail.com. Please send us your vitriol-filled anger, and we'll read it and, you know, tell you why you're wrong on the next episode, maybe. Also... Um, somewhat related, Fletcher is pressuring me into starting to stream. So if I'm not quite, I don't quite have everything up and running yet. I still need to do a little bit of work, but when I am up and working, you can look me up on Twitch at Gale Rivers. That is G-A-L-E-R-I-V-E-R-S at Twitch. And yeah, Mm -hmm. that's me. Should be a good time. Yeah, you can watch me get really, really, really salty when I draw five lands in a row. That's that's why I'm going to watch it, because I know how <laughs> salty you get. It makes me laugh. <laughs> I'm just hoping that I can keep your salt down by just being watching your stream. Yeah. Well, no, you're not in the same room as me. I can do whatever the hell I want. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. But we'll wrap it up for here, so... We will catch you next time. See ya.